to episode 19 of Milk's Favorite Podcast, the unofficial Oreo Review Podcast. In uh, in keeping with today's theme, which you will find out what it is in, in just a minute, Mr. Nabisco, you can really m- make this podcast have a rebirth just by just by making us the official Oreo Review Podcast. I'm Randy. And I'm Michelle. And each episode on Milk's Favorite Podcast, we review a different flavor of Oreo. We rate it in each of eight different categories, and then we total up a score and see just how good, or I guess in some cases like last week bad, that Oreo is. Michelle, before we get started, we have kind of a story but that is also on theme. So what is today's theme? We are reviewing spring Oreos. So our theme is spring. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right. You want to you want to tell the story o this week, Michelle? Well, I'm not sure when this episode will get to you, listeners, but it's currently July 19th and it's not spring anymore. But we never actually had spring this year, so it's really we it's not like we could have reviewed this Oreo during spring. Yeah, St. Louis spring this year lasted for, what, two days, maybe? A couple of... I faintly remember being like, oh, it's spring, and then bam, it was 90 degrees. Yeah, the temperature basically went from, like, the 30s to the 60s for a day or two, then to the 90s, and it's been there ever since. Yeah. Although today was a little bit cooler, so it was a little bit spring-like, which makes this... The perfect Oreo for today. Yeah. So that's our the entirety of our story and let's get into the first category. What is it, Michelle? Our first category is always the name. And the, the name, name is, is Spring. Spring Oreo. What do you uh, what do you think? Well, we've done what was our other season? Winter. Winter. So we if you've listened to our winter episode, you may have an idea of what a spring Oreo might be like. The name, like the name, is exciting because it's spring is an exciting season. But you know, in terms of Oreos, I'm not that excited about a spring Oreo. So I, I'm going to disagree about spring being an exciting season. Spring is my third favorite season out of four. It goes winter, fall, spring, summer. Because spring is too hot. Well, if you have a real spring, it's those exciting first little bright green grasses poking up out of the dirt. The smell of, of wet dirt, the rain. I love the rain Call me spring. a curmudgeon, but I'd rather have snow. I know. I agree with you, but I think that generally spring is associated with some excitement. For, for most people in general, yes. I'm not most people, and I'm not a general. So for me, spring is, spring is, ugh. Spring is allergies. Spring is... Figuring out when I have to switch into into shorts or t-shirts, although I wear t-shirts in the winter too. Spring is it just being a little bit too hot all the time. Spring starts the like six to eight months where I just sweat because I'm alive. And spring is it's thanks discomfort. for that detail. I really like that detail. <laughs> You're welcome. So for me, spring is not that exciting. Oh, it's also bugs. Okay. Yeah, you've you've detailed all bad parts of spring, but it's more daylight. It's not being cold every time you walk outside. It's 
uh, you know, not having to worry about slipping down the stairs every time you walk outside. Michelle once slipped down the <laughs> stairs and it was real funny. Of the stairs it outside our so apartment. It was painful. She landed right on her butt. It was so painful. You know, lighter clothes and dresses. Do you not like dresses? I don't wear dresses. But do you not like looking at other people wearing dresses? You are the only woman I look at, Michelle. And do you not like it when I wear dresses? <laughs> I wore a dress the other day and I think Granny liked it. <laughs> So, you know, there's not as many dresses in the winter. That's true. And and just bright colors and picnics and, you know, all kinds of fun, warm weather things. So do you have a score? Well, yeah, it's not the best name. <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven. That's, uh, that's probably in the right ballpark. I think I'll give it a six because I'm less excited than you are. It's not like it's bad it's just blah our next category is packaging and oh boy this is a really good package right yeah it's it's amazing it's so so just like the winter just like winter they really went whole hog on the theme with this one you have a spring up at the top in yellow and orange and there's a flower instead of a dot on the eye and it's in kind of a jaunty, fun font. You got your standard Oreo. You got your Oreo right in the middle. And then surrounding the Oreo is just fresh greenery. You got trees. You got grass. You got shrubs, flowers, white picket fences, angry birds. One angry bird has an umbrella. There's a bunny. One is wearing rain boots. It's, it's like the bunny. fun. It is a fun, whimsical package, I think. And right in the middle of all of that is... An Oreo, a very large Oreo, enlarged in fact, with a bee on it. Because this spring Oreo has fun designs. Fun spring designs, according to the package. Four, four fun spring designs and yellow cream. And same taste. Yes. The cream on this package is a little weird looking. It's They haven't really shown cream. There's just a yellow disc, which I find a little bit... Strange. What is the difference between that yellow disc and showing cream? It doesn't have any texture, so it looks like... We always complain when the cream does have texture, Michelle. Ugh. You're moving the goalposts. Well, you know, I was wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong, this looks weird. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just the enlarging. I'm not sure what's up, but I do like the bumblebee. It's really cute. It, it looks like... It looks happy. It's smiling. Yeah, it looks like if you put a little baby in a bumblebee costume... Basically, that's the, yeah. the visual I get. A little get. pudgy. Mm-hmm. Lots of circular parts. I like it when the Oreos play around with the cookie. Yeah. Because they basically just have two kinds of cookies, right? There's the chocolate cookie and the golden cookie. And for most of things, that's it. But every time they change up the design or change up the color of the cookie, I'm into it. Right? Uh, Olympic Oreos. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was the one? Red Velvet. Red Velvet Oreos. Those cookies are cool. Yeah. And that's a that's a great way, I think, for a particular Oreo flavor to set itself apart from the pack. Right? I mean, you're acting like that's a ridiculous thing to say. Because you said it like as if they're, they have autonomy and are competing with each other. They kind of are. Yeah. Do you think that there's different teams for the different flavors and they're trying to like outsell each other? I bet they are. Ooh, that would be fun. A little, little intra yeah. Nabisco competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have like the seasons person, the seasons team, mm-hmm. and the 
sports team. How many sports Oreos are there? One. I mean, there's probably a, a Olympic. Not there's. A, I mean, there's Olympic. There's probably a Super Bowl. Or maybe there is a sports team, but it's just it's just like uh, one guy. I'm surprised there wasn't a World Cup one. There wasn't a Super Bowl one either. We were doing this podcast in February. That's true. I didn't look for one. I looked for Oreos just in general. Well, that's disappointing. Well, you know, bring it up with that one poor consultant who only gets a gig once every four years or maybe two years. So other than what we've already talked about with this package, it seems pretty standard. You got, you know, your your blue with the dark blue outside, light blue inside, 140 calories per two cookies. I imagine there's natural and artificial ingredients or natural and artificial flavors rather. And do you have anything else to say about this? Seriously, though, it's really cool. And check out the Instagram because there is no chance you can still buy these in stores. Well, it's almost spring again. (laughs) By the time they're (laughs) listening to this, maybe. Yeah. So. No, I just like it. I I agree. I'm going to give it a 12.5. I don't think it's quite perfect, but I do think it is very good. That weird filling, I'm going to have to give it an 11. I think I'm going to give it an 11.5. Because also the sides of the package are very nice. They're they're basically just the front, I know, but in you miniature. you have another one of these birds with the umbrella. More designs. The, the yeah. Uh, there is artificial flavor, by the way. Oh, no. There's no natural flavor. Maybe they phased it out. I hope these are not like the coconut thins. We'll have to see. Yeah. But I stand by my 11.5. Our next category is smell. I think it's my turn to open them. Yep. All right. Oh, grabbing this lift tab is not the easiest thing. Okay. Yeah. Not a strong smell. They kind of just smell like Oreos, which makes sense. That makes sense. I wish they could have, like, bundled up the smell of, like, right after it rains and put that in there. Or even, like, the ozone smell of right before it rains. Who knows what that would do to the cookies, though. That seems tough, but you know what I was thinking is it would be totally legitimate to have a flower-type flavored Oreo, like lavender, Yeah, or rose petal. Or rose petal or something, and I just don't know why they wouldn't have done that. Like, there are lots of spring flavors that you could do, and they've just decided to... Give us the same old smell. I think we had the same... Ooh, now I smell it and it's far away. The smell's permeating the room. But I think we had the same discussion when we were doing our winter review. Right. There's so many winter flavors and winter smells. You know, firewood. I don't want to eat a firewood <laughs> Oreo, Michelle. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's lots of, you know, spring smells. You could make it smell like outside spring, inside spring. There's all kinds of stuff. And so this smell is just kind of... And it would be one thing if... The seasonal Oreos, like the season Oreos, were just regular Oreos with fun colors and shapes. And then they also, in that season, made those flavors of Oreos. And they did that in winter, right? Winter also had hot cocoa Oreos. Spring did not also have lavender Oreos or rose Oreos. Or it had peep Oreos, I guess. Yeah, it had peep. So that's springy. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. But we're talking about the smell. It's a strong smell. I'm smelling it. It's it's a couple of feet away from me. My nose has been stuffy for a couple of weeks. I'm having a hard time. Did you get it at all when it was right when up in right face? When it was right up in my face, yeah. What did you think of it? It's fine. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to give it a nine because it is a Ooh. strong smell. It is a pleasant smell. It's not 
particularly good, but it's definitely getting points for strength. I'm I'm okay with it, but it's not that exciting, so I will give it a 7. Our next category is Appearance, and these Oreos are kind of old. We've had them for a while, since spring. Ooh. So they, and they, they haven't been roughed up too much, but I'm noticing not all of them are in good shape. There's a big chunk of cookie just floating around in the package. I don't know where that's that from. from this one? Uh, maybe? Does it line up? I don't know. I don't know. So I like, I like the yellow cream here. It stands out. It's a nice contrast. I also, in general, like yellow and black as a color combination. Um, like my uh, my tablet that I read on, the the app is set for black background with yellow text. I just think it's more pleasant than black and white. Okay. So this this kind of makes me feel like that. These cookies are offset. They're not even. You know, one is more to the side than the other. I think the yellow could be confusing because it makes it seem like there's a yellow flavor there when it's just going to be regular vanilla. So I'm not a big fan of that. I also think that they could have picked a, a better spring color. I mean, there's some yellow in spring, but this package has so much bright green on it. Why not do bright green or why not do pink or purple or, I don't know, something more flowery? I think those would all make it more confusing. Because yellow is pretty much just bananas, right? That's the only yellow food. So you're going to see this and you're going to think either it's banana or it's not a flavor. Whereas you see something purple. Could be lemon. That's true. It could be lemon. Lemons and bananas. Whereas you see something purple or red or blue, they have other, or green. Pink doesn't, I guess it could be strawberry. Mm, okay. But let's talk about these Yeah, what everybody came shapes for. Shapes on these Oreos. They're pretty good. I like them a whole lot. We have a bumblebee that we talked about. What is this creature? It's well, wait. Before we move on from the bumblebee, oh. it uh, so it, it's much bigger on the package. And even shrunk down, it looks pretty good. It's a very good bumblebee. It looks like it's a little bit jack-o'-lantern-y, the head, because of just the size of it and how big that smile is. But it's still pretty good. Uh, the creature, it looks like a dog with stunner shades, shutter shades. What are those things called? Shutter shades? Shutter sh I don't know. It's don't the, know. the glasses with the horizontal slats. But then is that his, I think he's got an umbrella as a tongue, an upside down umbrella. Maybe it's just a tongue. It's a tongue, but it's also slatted. It's got stripes on it. Maybe it's a mouth. Is it supposed to be a dog or a human? It's unclear. That nose does not look like a human nose. It's, it's a triangle. It's a big triangle. But it's got a big mustache. Maybe it is a man. I don't know. This is this is the least good of the four, I think. In part because it's so confusing. I do like the detail with the shades, though. I like the sunglasses a lot. I think the they could have just done sunglasses and been fine. I think this... I don't know. A, a good one is the shine on. It's just a sun with the word shine on there. It's nice. It's a very positive message. It's positive. It's springy. The one I'm really excited about, though is the last one, which is a daisy? Is yeah. that a daisy? Mm -hmm. And what does it say, Michelle? It says, love me, love me not. Like that game that, that people play in, in the old movies, and I don't think anyone has ever done in real life. Really? Which part? People definitely do it in real life. Have you? I think so. You think so? Wait, how do you play the game? You just take a flower, and you say, he loves me, and then you rip off a petal. And you say, he loves me not, and you rip off a petal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Why? It, I mean, it's not really a... It's not really a... You don't really think it's real. 
it's just if you're playing in a place with flowers and you just start ripping off the petals and you know it's a thing. Okay, I guess no one's ever done it, like, seriously. Like, oh. this flower will tell them if okay. he loves me or not. No, because you do it when you're a small child, so it's really irrelevant anyway. Like, who are you even talking about? I don't know, maybe your, maybe your dad. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the lettering here is so clear. Even, even though it's been a little bit roughed up, I can still very clearly read what it says. Yeah. Which is, which is amazing. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I agree. I really like these designs. The crimping is, like with, I feel like with all of the cookie designs, the crimping suffers. I don't know why Mr. Nabisco and his food scientists can't figure out how to stamp a different design onto an Oreo while still getting the crimping. I don't know why it's only the regular Oreo design. Although, the crimping on those is off too, in different ways than it's off on the picture side. So. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, mine is just missing some pieces of the crimping. Yeah, so... It doesn't bother me that much, honestly. I don't know. It just makes it a less handsome Oreo. Do you have a score? Oh, this is tough. I like the shape so much. I don't like the yellow. I will give it a 10. I like the shapes and the yellow. I'm going to give it an 11.5. Part of me feels a little bit freer with rating these Oreos because there's no risk it'll taste bad. <laughs> like we know what it's going to taste like. Spoilers for a couple categories down the road. Ooh. Our next category is ease of opening. How do you want to open yours? Your first one. I am going to twist it. All right. Twist away. Very easy. That made an audible sound also. Yeah. The release. And that's pretty clean. Mm-hmm. you smelling it yet? Yeah, I smell it. Don't worry about it. I smell <laughs> it. All right. I'll do uh, the old pull apart. Oh man, that was that was probably the easiest it's been. Yeah, these are very easy to open. And there was a nice satisfying pop and I don't think I've seen anything cleaner than this. It's perfect. It's, it's really it is perfect. perfect. I want to do another one. I'm going to do the the up down. We haven't done the up down in a while. I don't know why. Do the up down. That's still pretty good. There's some cream on the other side, but I think that's just for me scraping it. Should I pinch it? Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. I, I'm not sure how this one's going to work. Whoa. That worked super well. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, interestingly, the cream stuck to both of my picture sides. What did it stick to on yours? Both of my Oreo sides. Huh. Weird. Probably just random. So, 12.5. Yes, 12.5. Now, our next category, some may say the most important category. Honestly, I think for this particular Oreo, equally important as every other category, and that is taste. So, let's, uh, let's eat an Oreo. Mm. It's a little stale. Oh no, it is stale. Probably because we've had them for so long. Mm-hmm. Cream tastes fine though. And honestly, it's stale in a way I don't mind. It's just like a little bit less crunchy. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I always imagined that Oreos wouldn't get stale. Because they're, they seem so processed and so artificial that you sort of imagine that those kind of foods would stay fresh forever. And these can't be that old, right? Mm, Maybe just a couple of months. A couple of months. It seems sort of crazy that they would be something stale. Is there a date on the package? Um, July 11th. 
Oh, so we're not even eating them too far outside of that period. We're not. If we had done this a week earlier and they were the stale, I would I would be knocking at Mr. Nabisco's door, honestly. <laughs> I think, you know, even considering that it's stale, it tastes like a regular Oreo. The staleness for me didn't really affect the taste so much as the texture. And it made the texture better in some ways and worse in others, so that's kind of a wash. And I like Oreos, so I, I think this gets a 10. I've been tasting like a little, something a little bit off. Huh. Like what? I can't really describe it. Maybe I just don't remember what a normal Oreo tastes like. That's possible. <laughs> and so I'm a little bit disappointed. Does it just not taste like the coconut ones? No, it just, I'm getting a little bit of like stale cookie, t like flavor. Hmm. Or maybe stale cream flavor or something. I don't know. It just tastes old to okay. me in a way that I'm not a big fan of. And I think I might. I might knock that against them because it really isn't that far past the best by date. Sure. So I'm going to give it uh, an eight. Our next category is, did it trick you? Do you think you were eating spring? No. Yeah. I don't think I was eating spring the season, spring the verb, spring the slinky. I don't think I was eating any kind of spring. There was no spring. And if, if I had eaten that, well, maybe a little bit in like the softness and the humidity. Oh. Sort of a spring, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. Because I, I would imagine that if, if you had these in the winter, they wouldn't have gotten so soggy mm -hmm. be, because of that humidity in the air. Yeah. That's really what caused that. So there's a little bit of that in there. I still don't think it tastes like spring. On the other hand, it tastes exactly what I thought a spring Oreo would taste like. That's true, because they told us it would have the same <laughs> taste. But I don't think that's normally how... Well, that's truth in advertising, baby. <laughs> I don't think that's how we normally do it. Mm, I agree. Yeah, it doesn't taste like spring at all. I think I have to give it a one. I think, I think well, it does have the humidity and the softness, but two. Oh, you're right. I'll give it a 1.5. And our final category, I will introduce, but I'm going to ask Michelle to explain it because I still don't understand. Our final category is Jenga. Michelle, what are we what are we doing with these Oreos? Well, first we have to we're deciding whether how well these Oreos can be used as Jenga blocks. They're the wrong shape. Jenga blocks are rectangles, and that's like crucial for being able to slide them around and grip them and such. So probably it won't be that good, but we have to try. Yeah, we think... already committed to trying. So we've built a Jenga tower out of Oreos, and you can check our Instagram to see what it looks like. We'll have a picture up there. And now I guess we just Jenga it? Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to go first? Mm-hmm. I guess I have to, right? Yeah. Michelle looks so nervous. Oh, oh. Walk through your thought process. Why are you choosing that one in particular? Well, I you can't take the top ones, right? Right. And there's five five rows, so five different levels, four on each level. This is impossible. I, I, in my head, it made more sense that this would work. <laughs> and what are you, what are you choosing? I'm just picking. They all seem equally likely to topple the entire thing on the first shot. So I'm choosing one in the third row. Right in the middle. In the middle, because why not? Now I think the fact that they're not smooth also is going to be a hindrance. Yeah, and I guess I've committed to this one. So now I have to take it, right? Because that's how Jenga works. Sure. Once you touch it. it. The tower is already starting to fall. 
You've gotten it maybe a quarter of the way out. Not even. I don't think I've gotten it anywhere. <laughs> I don't think I've even... <laughs> well, that's the problem. Just pull. You can't scoot everything back, Michelle. Come I'm on. cheating a little bit just to see if it's even possible. Just don't drag this out. Just pull it. Just don't drag out the whole thing. I, just the Oreo. I just, I just want to see if it can be done. Well, if you lift it, definitely. All right. Only a couple fell down. I'm going to take the one from the opposite side, and I'm just going to yank it out. And about the same number of Oreos fell. Our tower is in ruins. I, I, don't, I don't think we need to keep going. So, well, yeah, I mean, Jenga's over once the tower falls, right? Yeah. So. Not good. It didn't work. It was very bad. You know, every way that you could imagine. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what else to say about that. It gets a one. Is this, is this our fault? N no. What? How could it be our we fault? We put the Oreos up to a, a doomed task. Mm, we frequently do. It was doomed to begin with. Most of them are. We each have to give it ones because... We don't, we don't have to. Oh, you did. I am. I am also. Okay. So I just, I just said that we had to <laughs> because we had already decided that and... I mean, what can you really do when you have yeah. this kind of Jenga tower? It's just... It's no good. Better do better. You know what would be cool, Mr. Dubisco? This is free ideas. Yeah. Oreo Jenga blocks. Like Kit Kats? You're just talking about Kit Kats without the chocolate on the outside. Well, you would have to... I think Kit Kats wouldn't work because the chocolate would be very sticky. And the inside of Kit Kat is not an Oreo. Those are not the same thing. <laughs> what? Well, you just said it was like a Kit Kat. What? Just My Kit life. Kat. No. Is... So I'm imagining, you know, and you change the shape of the Oreo to be... Kit Kat shaped. Jenga block shaped. <laughs> different. Because Kit Kats are not rectangular. They're slanted on the sides. Mm -hmm. So you need to be actually rectangular. And then you have smooth cookies instead of these patterns. And yeah, that's about it. Is this a thing that you actually want? I think it would sell. Why would you not just buy a box of Jenga and also a box of Oreos? Because there's, there's so many people out there who, like, once somebody set up a game of Jenga and played a game of Jenga with Oreos, they wouldn't eat them. Because too many people have touched them and maybe they ended up on the floor and, you know, a dog could get at them. It's like for children. It's not for well, some people that I came to mind that I won't name. It's for, you know, children, children don't no care. I have no idea who you are. Are you talking about me? <laughs> You're talking about me and you? <laughs> you know, adults who care about germs. It's for people who don't care about that kind of thing, where it's just fun, and now, you know, it's a fun thing. It's a novelty thing. I mean, a lot of these Oreo flavors are novelty items. That's fair. Right? And so it's just another kind of novelty idea. Like, you could have Oreo Frisbees, for example. So now that we have <laughs> revolutionized the, the business world of Nabisco... We're going to calculate our scores. And while we do that, please head on down to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to this podcast. Give us a rating. Give us a review. It will help so much in getting the word out, spreading the word about the podcast, and making sure new people get on board. And we're back. Michelle, what did you give these Oreos? I gave them a 58. And I gave them a 63.5. So overall decent to low decent scores i think they really suffered in that last category especially in the accuracy category they have basically the same problems as winter Oreos. 
I think if you like winter Oreos, pick up spring Oreos when winter Oreos aren't in stores. Mm-hmm. And overall, for as much as it's worth, which is right now not very much, I think Milk's favorite podcast recommends spring Oreos. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been Milk's favorite podcast, and we hope it's your favorite podcast, too. For our music, we'd like to thank Joe Taylor. You can hear him play with Kid Scientist or go to their website at kidscientist.bandcamp.com. If you want to get in touch with us, email us at milksfavoritepodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at milksfavepodcast. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at milksfavoritepodcast.